Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, we, we, we say we know things, but then sometimes what we thought we already knew, we feel it connect to our spirit. That's when we really know. During prayer this morning, we were praising God about giving Him things. And it just really hit me that no matter what we give Him, we give Him our money, or if we dug somewhere and found the biggest diamond on the, in the earth and we, we laid it at His feet, it was already his. It was already his. The only thing that he doesn't own, if I can use that word, is our will. He gave us a will. But he doesn't control it. He puts options before us. Gives us choices. But we have to choose. We make the choice. We can choose to be thankful and grateful. We can choose. It's our choice to praise him. He doesn't make me praise him, Brother Ernie. It's my choice. I have to choose to open my mouth and praise him. <laughs> I think sometimes we forget that. Well, Miss Lynetta, you're right on target because what we're going to be talking about today is being thankful and grateful. And what I was seeing was with the word that I've got is I'm going to share a little bit and I'm going to give people an opportunity to tell something that they are thankful for. I mean, if we get right down to it, we should just be thankful that God is God. <laughs> that he shows up I mean the reality is that's where we're headed to it's just to learn to be thankful that that God is God period and he is worthy to be praised just because of that alone but he does do things for us hallelujah Psalms 103 I'm going to start in verse 1 
says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my iniquities and heals all my diseases. That's enough to praise him for already. Who redeems my life from destruction and crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. That scripture right there, who satisfies my mouth, my mouth when it's it's talking about the words that we speak forth. He puts good words into our mouth, and when we speak them forth, the other part of that scripture comes to pass. My youth is renewed like the eagles. And how about verse, well, verse 11. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. You know what that actually means? That when we do something wrong, we ask forgiveness, he forgives us. He sends it this way, or which one way, and he remembers it no more. For him to remember it, I have to bring it back up. For him to remember it, I have to bring it back up to him. Because he's done, he's, he's God. He can forget it if he wants to, and he chooses to. That's enough to, be, to praise him and be thankful for. Hallelujah. Miss Lynetta, I want to start with you. We need a, need a mic runner. <clears throat> I mean, you're welcome to come up here if you want to. <laughs> Hallelujah. They can see me. Um, as everybody, I'm sure, knows, my brother died recently, and... He had been living in my mother's house for 30 years or so. And uh, it was really our house, the siblings, but we just, you know, he just lived there. And we were glad of that. But uh, he was a hoarder. And if you've ever watched this show, and I just watched it this morning, <laughs> it really is true. People really do live like that. Anyway, we had some people come and clear it out. And, um, Brother Kim was one of them, and his son, Adam, and it took them a while, and they were tired when they got through, and it took my, my son, he worked on that house four days, including the, the day that they worked, and I said, oh, you know, what are we going to do with this house, because the fire department messed it up. They thought there was a fire and there was no fire. But anyway, uh, they did a little damage. And my sister and I have just been saying, you know, what are we going to do with this house? And she'd say, I don't know. I'd say, well, how much should we ask for it if we can sell it? And she says, I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to want it. 
<laughs> so I agonized over this for a while, and my son says, Mom, God has somebody out there who's going to want that house, Amen. and they're going to pay you cash for it. And I said, okay, I'll receive that. <laughs> and sure enough, I got a phone call, and this gentleman wanted to come look at the house. That's what he does. See, uh, renews houses. And uh, <laughs> so he came and looked at it, and he came out, and Martha, my sister, says, I know what his face is going to look like when he comes out of that house. It's going to be, oh. <laughs> and uh, so he said, and he was kind of being a friend, you know, he said, what's the bottom dollar you'll take for this house? And I said, what would you offer? And he said, gave me a figure, and he said, I'll give you a little bit more than that just because you're my friend. We graduated together. And I said, no, I'll take that first number, and you pay the closing cost. He said, that's a deal. <laughs> I <just laughs> called David, and I said, anything you tell me, I'm going to believe from now on. He said, Hallelujah. God has got this man out there, and he's going to come and make you an offer. And he's going to have the money to pay for it because nobody could get a loan on this house because it, it was not up to code. So, you know, I've just been thanking God. It's not a lot of money, but it's such a load Amen. off our shoulders. So, thank Hallelujah. you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord. You, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. He didn't say he was the way maker for no reason. Hallelujah. Somebody else got a testimony. You have one, come up. I'm going to read another psalm. Psalms 100, 1 through 5. It says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. That's us. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us. And not we ourselves. We are his people. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. You know, God has a good pasture. The best pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth for all generations. You know, thankful is the opposite of ungrateful. Yes. Now, a lot of times we come in here and we haven't gotten a certain need met, and we're ungrateful. Yes. We were praying, and I, I even saw that we can come into God's presence and be ungrateful that he even shows up. Hmm. By not acknowledging that he showed up. That's ungrateful. You ever walked into a room and people not even acknowledge that you walked in? How do you feel when you do that? I feel like turning around walking back out the door. What about what about God Almighty? He shows up and we're on and and I'm not saying we do it deliberately. But when the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords shows up, we should respond. 
Because hmm. thankful, being thankful brings us into the presence of God. And thankful for our seed. Sometimes we're not thankful for what's... We look at the offering as an opportunity, as God wanting something for us. Something from us. But the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. And if we are really thankful that we have a seed to sow, because thankfulness brings increase. Thankfulness puts our seed, because thankfulness is a way that we enter into God's presence. So if I'm thankful for my seed, what did I just do with it? I put it in the presence of God. I put my seed in his presence. The Bible says that he's the Lord of the harvest. <laughs> We're going to get to you, Rhonda. <laughs> so are we truly thankful when we have a seed to sow, or do we think, I sure could use that. I could use that to pay a bill. I could use that for this. If I am truly thankful that he's given me a seed, then I would be excited to sow. Yes. And thankfulness brings increase. Amen. The five loaves and two fish, Jesus didn't pray a big, huge prayer over that. He says he lifted it up and says, thank you. Thank you, God, for this that you've given me. Yes. And he fed 5,000 men. I'm not a math scholar, but I did some little. Y'all can sew if you want to sew and be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. It says that he fed 5,000 men with five loaves and two fish. And it says, not including women and children. I have never been in a church service unless it was a men's meeting that there were not more women and children than men. So the scholars even say there was probably at least 15,000 people there to eat. 15,000 that ate off of five loaves and two fish. Jesus was thankful. I did a little little math, little figuring. That means that little boy's lunch, he could have ate a fish sandwich three times a day for 13.6 years. A lunch that was sown he could have ate for 13.6 years, three times a day off of it. Tell me thankful doesn't work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thankful brings increase. It also gets us out of ourself. Come on, Minister Rhonda. Well, he went home with 12 baskets. <laughs> 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 he did. 
he went home with 12 baskets left over. I bet his mama said, son, where did this come from? <laughs> I'm going to make them um, short, but I have several. Um, we had gotten behind on bills um, when I wasn't working, and, uh, and I was praying one day right after I started this job, and I'm like, God, how are we going to catch up? And, and I'm not going to tell you the strategy God gave us, but he gave us a strategy, and I'm telling you, it was something that I'd never, I hadn't thought of in, like, years. And uh, it's going to save us, like, those bills by themselves was $789 a month. And it cut it down to 306 Hallelujah. That's a shout right there. <laughs> <That is> Woo! <laughs> and we're not playing catch-up anymore. So that Hallelujah. was a tremendous pressure and stress off of our back. And so I don't want to give God praise for that. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Last week, Andy calls me while I'm at work, and he says, um, he had a flat... <laughs> And uh, and he couldn't get the lug nuts off because it was rounded off or something. And um, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, all I can do is come and get you and bring you home. I can't even deal with the car. And so after about an hour of going back and forth with, my, with Jeremy and my dad, um, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go up there and pick him up. I get, I'm, I'm praying on the way, and I get to Bastrop, and Andy calls, and he says, this guy stopped and helped me. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Jesus, because otherwise we would have just had to leave the car there because I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> um, so to me, that was God hearing my prayer. And then Amen. Thursday, Friday, Friday, India is we Andy drives to work and he leaves at two forty in the morning and drives to Monroe. And on the way, driving in the middle of the night, there was a deer in the middle of the road. Still alive, but it was in the middle of the road on the ground and he didn't see it until right at that moment. And uh he hit the deer going about 55 miles an hour. Now, it could have done a lot of things. It could have flipped the car. It could have really hurt Andy. And I just want to give God praise that he took care of him on the way to work. Hallelujah. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. On, Brother Ernie. Pastor, I could probably take up about an hour well, go ahead. of praise, but I won't. Uh, I, I, I just thank God that He is God. <laughs> Amen. And that He give up His Son to die on Calvary. Amen. Shed his blood so that I can live. 
be forgiven and go to live with him. Amen. I just thank God for that. Thank you, Jesus. I've been blessed beyond blessings. And I thank, thank you, you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Miss Julie. Miss Julie. You coming up? <laughs> um, um, mine doesn't really go with all of these wonderful things but I am so happy to see you glad you're doing well I thank Jesus thank for you, that Jesus. Um, I meant to put this scripture up that uh, pastor read earlier Psalms 103 I think it's 12 as far as the east is from the west God puts my transgressions as far as the east is mm. from the west. I don't know about you, but I'm my own worst enemy. <laughs> I yes. am. I don't know anybody that falls short of the mark as often as I do. But I learned the other day... Um, you know, there is no point on this earth where the east starts and the west stops. And that's why God chose that. Amen. It is truly infinite, the Amen. distance from east to the west. Now, we can go north and south and hit the mark where it changes, but I thank God that I can give him my transgressions, my sin, my shortcomings, my iniquities, those things that I do repeatedly, knowing better, but still choosing. I believe that's iniquity. And I ask him to forgive me. And he does. And he puts it so far from his mind that if I could just get a hold of that, that God forgives me. He doesn't hold that in front of me. Well, Julie, you know you did. You know you said. You know you acted. Because all I have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me. Amen. Just for, I'm sorry. I know I've done it 47 and a half times, and I'm sorry, 47 and a half times. And you know, he doesn't even know what I'm talking about. He doesn't know. And for that, and the peace of mind that that gives me, not that that is an excuse to, to do and to continue, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Because when we're truly repentant, when I say, God, I did it again, and I am so sorry, I don't know how to be better. I don't know how to do better. I try, but I just can't seem to hit it. He forgives me, and I'm thankful for that.
Because when the enemy reminds me, I can look in the mirror and I can say, oh no, oh no. It's like that never happened. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read a scripture. <laughs> Nehemiah 8, 10. I'm not going to just read the whole thing, but this says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Without thankfulness, or thankfulness creates an atmosphere for joy. We want the joy of the Lord when we're in a circumstance and we need that joy of the Lord that passes all, well, the peace that passes all understanding. The way to get that is to be thankful. Because if I'm constantly unthankful, complaining, then the, how can the joy be there? You can't be there amongst that. I've got to be thankful. Yes. It opens the door for the joy of the Lord to show up. Come in. Over we we got to be thankful that God just that He is God, regardless if He ever does anything else for us. Uh, I was surprised that we had a day where we was going to say we was going to be thankful because. In my prayer time, I wrote God a letter about being thankful, and I kept saying, I'm thankful for this, and I'm thankful for that. But when I read the um, the program last week, I, he told me what to say to be thankful for. And Paul and I got a little baby. <laughs> he was just two months old, and we had him for 30 days, almost 30, and I was like, God. How can I be thankful for this? And the baby will wake up at night and I'll be so tired. And I went in there one morning and I said, why can't you sleep for at least four hours? And God said, be thankful for this baby because it's going to turn your life around. And he has. That baby turned my life around. He said to me, he said, remember the things that you did, I was still right there for you, so you have to be thankful for this baby and love this baby unconditionally. Now, I love that baby so dearly, and we have almost made our 30 days, and I can't even give them up. I'm going to help the mother, because not only did, am I thankful for the baby, but I'm thankful for the mother, too, so I thank God for that. I thank him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Anybody else? That scripture you just put up, um, um, it's been right at five months since Ken went to be with the Lord. First, I was angry, I was jealous. And I wanted to be with him. And about three weeks after he had passed, I went and um, I stayed with my cousin so I could get some, just some quiet time and just get along with the Lord. And, you know, grief can come on you and, and it can do a lot of things. And 
And so for me, it was trying to pull me into depression. And I was sitting at my cousin's now. This cousin that I went to stay with, at one time, Ken and I had had some disagreements and I had gone to stay with her. And she's a prayer warrior and she never takes sides. And that's why I love her. I love her for everything, but I love her, you know, because she didn't take my side and she didn't take Ken's side. And when he called that day and I went in that kitchen and she was sweeping that floor, and this is how I knew. I said, what have you been praying? And she said, I haven't been praying anything but God's will to be done. Whatever he wanted to happen to happen. My house is always your house. So when Ken passed away, that's where I went. A place of solitude, a place I could get along with, be with the Lord, even in the midst of her family. So this one day I got up, and she has a swimming pool, and it's really pretty and quiet outside. And so I went outside, and on the way out there, I said, God, I don't, I don't want to be sad. As a grieving wife, as someone that's going through this, God, I don't want to be sad. Where does it say that when you're going through grief that you have to be sad all the time? Where is that at? It's not in there. I said, God, I want to laugh today. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Where is it in there? It's not in there. So I go out to the pool and I take my phone and I, and I, the Lord said, go listen to Shonda Pierce. <laughs> and I don't know if y'all know who she is. She's a Christian comedian. And so I laughed all day long. And that was my step into walking out of that heavy grief that was trying to, to set on me. But two weeks ago, Pastor, I, I felt to be thankful, just be thankful for where we are. Thankful that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. Thankful that he created us in his likeness and in his image. Thankful that he wakes me up every morning, that he breathes his breath into my life. Thankful that it doesn't matter what I've done, that he's always right there for me to forgive me. And all I have to do is just like Sister Julie said, is God, I did it again, forgive me. And he forgets it as far as the east is from the west. Thankful for the blood that it doesn't matter what I've done, that when he looks down, he sees the blood of Jesus. I'm thankful that I have a relationship and a church a church family that prays for you. I'm thankful for these altars that we have a place that we can come to, that we can walk out any sorrow, any sadness, any sickness, any disease, any loss, anything that we've done being broke, God can raise us back up. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper, even as your soul prospers. So God wants us to be prosperous in our spirit, man, and in, and in the natural. God has a way for us. And that's why I love when we plant seeds in this ministry that it's not going just into that office and into the bank account. No, it's in the spirit realm, <laughs> and it's moving, yeah. and it's doing what God set it out to do. And that's when we give. You can know that your money and whatever seed, your blood, sweat, and tears for that week is doing something in the spirit realm. God's making Amen. a way for you where there seems to be no way. There is a way. I'm there thankful a way. for an apostle. I'm thankful for pastors that 
lay their lives down. Jesus said, unless a grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it'll die, it'll bring forth much fruit. This body chooses to die. And I'm thankful for that, that you haven't given up the, the vision that God's planted here in, in yes, Freedom Jesus. Ministries. I'm thankful for this body. I love Thank each and every Jesus. one of y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians 4, verse 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Verse 9. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. When we begin to rejoice and praise God, the God of peace shows up. Griping and complaining, the God of <laughs> hmm. feeling sorry for ourselves. Let's go to First Peter one fifteen. First Peter one fifteen. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Wallowing in our circumstances and complaining is not a thankful conversation. <laughs> It's not a holy conversation either. To be thankful is a holy conversation. Hallelujah. I'm fixing to get to you. Let's go to Acts. I want to show you something. This is, we think we have some, we think we have a bad time. Let's look at Acts 16, verse 25. We do have some, we have some bad days. But I can tell you, I, I've never had one of these. Acts 16, 25. says, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang unto God. And the prisoners heard them. They were not outside. They didn't go visiting the jail. You know, we have a jail ministry. Brother Allen goes and visits people in the jail. That's not what Paul and Silas were doing. Matter of fact, they, were <laughs> they didn't have that jail ministry. As a matter of fact, they were singing and praising God and glorifying God and being thankful to God, and that's what got them put in jail. They got put in jail for praising God. And when they got put in jail, not just, they didn't have a comfortably padded cell. This was one where it was actually underground. Dark. They were under the jail. It was dark. And the guy over it was charged 
to keep them. In other words, if they escaped, they would kill him. So he took his job serious. They're down there in the dark because they've been praising God. And what do they do in the dark? They praise God some more. They continued with what got them in the situation they were in. And the prisoners heard them, is what it says. And in verse 26, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. Their praise in the middle of their situation did more than open their door and take the shackles off of them. It took the shackles off of everyone there and off and opened the doors for everyone because they praised God in the middle of their circumstance. And to top it all off, before they were put in prison, they were beat. They beat them for praising God and then threw them in prison and then they continued to praise Him. I, I hadn't faced that. I think I can be thankful where I'm at. Hallelujah. Come on, Rashawn. First, I'd like to give honor to God for who he is in my life. Um, I'm just grateful, first of all, because I no longer let my past dictate my future. I no longer let how I feel about myself as far as um, not being good enough because I'm good enough for him. Amen. And I thank him for every opportunity thank that he gives Jesus. me to walk in my purpose. I thank him for growth each and every day. I also thank God for the trials in my life because the devil has, um, he has tried to attack my body in every way, every way possible. But I know through those trials, it's a strengthening that I got to be doing something right because those trials are coming. You know, the devil's not going to mess with you if you're just chilling and coasting alone. But when you're standing out and you're putting your <laughs> foot forward to walk for God, then he's going to attack you every which way possible. I thank God that I made it through the battle that he tried to take me through this week. I said, Lord, I can't be sick Sunday. I'm going to miss a whole week and Sunday. I can't continue to be sick. God, you got to make me better. So I prayed. I began to pray. I said, God, <laughs> tell me what's wrong. Give me some insight on what's going on with my body. <laughs> and I'm telling you just like a light clicked on. He gave me an answer, and today I'm standing here. When yesterday I was laid in my bed, bowed up in the night, and couldn't move. And I just thank God for his healing thank power. I thank God for growth in him. I thank God that he is thank pushing me Jesus. towards my purpose. All you got to do is say, Lord Jesus, I'm tired of being stagnant. I'm tired of being in the same spot. Hey, I want growth in you, Lord. You I want people growth, to see my light God. shine through with you, God. And when I tell you he will do it, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hold that head down sometime, but he... Gently nudges it up and say, baby, hold your head up. Hallelujah. Hold your head up. I'm with you all the way. I'm with you all the way. All Don't the give way. up. Don't give in. I'm thankful for the fight that God has put in me. Thankful. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you can. Just talking about griping and complaining. Griping and complaining is negative. You gripe and complain. You will be negative. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's right. 
Revelations 12, verse 11 says, And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. I heard a person, well, it was Christy Harfouche, say that, that a trial, a trial, what we're going through, all it is is a testimony being written. It's a testimony being written. Go ahead. I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm so grateful to God. And I honor God and I honor my leadership. I'm grateful this, for this prayer army that he, that he put us in. But you know, before there was even time, Jesus knew everything I was going to do in my life. Every horrible thought I was going to have, every disgusting word that came out. He knew everything, everything I was going to do. And he still, he still stepped down and looked at me in all my shame and all my wretchedness and said, baby... I think you're to die for. (laughs) I think you're to die for. And if he never did another thing for me in my whole life, in my whole life, if he never did another thing for me, he died for me in all all my wretchedness. He died for me. But, But hasn't he done so much more? What else? He cares about every little thing that concerns me right down to that puppy or that little chick he cares about everything that concerns me and i give him praise and honor and glory for that thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah when I was up here praying one day, and I began to walk back and forth, and I began to thank God for y'all. But he, he's allowed me to be y'all's pastor. And I was explaining that to somebody, you know. He, he could have put me to be the pastor down there in some big city in the slums of New York in the middle of gang town. I am am thankful. Y'all don't know. You know, what's his name? The guy that's got the ministry. Matthew Barnett. That's what God's called him to do. It's like, my word. He actually, they actually have a place where they go and kidnap prostitutes. The prostitutes know that they're coming, but that's the only way they can get them away from their pimp. I don't know, just, I've just figured they drive up in a van, they jump out and snatch her off the street and take off. I mean, that's the way they, they get her. 
and take her back. She knows they're coming. They've already had an encounter. They've already talked to her, but she knows. Because her life's in danger. If she leaves, her pimp will kill her. But that's what God's called him to, into. They get her and take her back to their ministry and, and minister to her and teach her, you know, take her to school and all of that kind, kind of stuff and get her delivered. Yeah, that's great. I thank God for freedom ministries. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank God for freedom ministries. And, there's, and I was thinking something else that I'm thankful for. And we've heard the testimonies. I am thankful that the God that we serve has a solution for every problem. Every problem. It does not matter how big or how little. I, I am amazed at Chris. Chris Ryle. She takes everything. <laughs> I, try, I try to fix stuff. And when it doesn't work, I pray. Chris prays. No matter how big or how little. And God gives her a solution. And we could learn from that. Hallelujah. Brother Tim. I just want to thank God for Freedom Ministries. For our pastors. Thank God. All our pastors, our elders, deacons, usher, everybody. For my friends, my good friends, it's good to see y'all here this morning. Love you guys. Love everybody. Um, and I want to thank God um, for Pastor Pinson. Amen. She was walking across here one time, and she stopped, and she said she was talking to a a couple of us, but she said, don't quit. And uh, that was early on when I had just started coming. But she said, just don't ever quit. And I thank God for that because that went in me. And um, so it don't matter. And, and, and it's for y'all too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you got drunk last night or this morning before you come in. It, those things don't matter. Just don't quit coming in and fellowshipping and getting in this anointing. Because one day you're going to not want to take that drink. You're going to not want to smoke. You're going you're gonna to quit. All those things are just symptoms. That's all they are. Just keep coming and don't quit. Amen. And uh, when she said that, that went in me, and I thank God for that. Amen. I thank God for his word because I know that was a God word. Um, um, I just I thank God for it. Thank Jesus. Um, I thank God for my family, my kids. Amen. Um, thank God for everybody. Love y'all. Love you too. Yes, we thank God for Apostle Aline. She laid her life down to a degree that I I can't comprehend yet. I would like to thank God for Freedom Ministry. Our cell groups have really taught me things. His love is so powerful in my life. Hallelujah. I love him. I love each and every last one of you all. 
I thank God for each and every last one of you all. You all have played a big role in my life. A big role. I wouldn't have the love and the joy in my life if it wasn't for you all. And I thank him for you. Each and every time I come to this church, I'm being fed more and more. I thank him for Pastor Dana and her joy that she gives me when she plays music. Amen. I love it. <laughs> I can't thank give it up. Jesus. There was a time in my life I would have walked away. I'd have gave up. But I heard the Spirit tell me, press forward, keep going. <laughs> keep going. And I thank him. Amen. I thank him for being able to see my daughter stand before God and give him the praises and the honor. Because I have other ones that won't do it. And I pray for him all the time. I just thank the Lord that he is answering my prayers. And that he is a friend of mine. That he loved me better than I love myself. Amen. And I thank him for it. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. 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 Yes, I thank God for Apostle Aline. She laid her life down. That's why we're here. And then coming behind her, Apostle Angie. If she hadn't laid her life down, we wouldn't be here. Amen. Amen. Um, when Brother Paul was just talking, I want I have to share this because... Um, there's a difference when, I'm, how do I start? When I had that wreck, I don't mean, I didn't, I don't want to talk about me, but I have to. Yeah, it, I want you to tell your wreck. Whenever I had that wreck last Saturday, um, after the wreck was over, um, the next day or so, I was like, God, is anybody praying for me? Do I, do I have a covering? Do I have somebody covering me now? You know, Apostle's out doing what God's called her to do, and she's our head, and she's our leader. And, but for me personally, me personally, that's what I thought. And that night, whenever our pastors are in the position that God called them to be in, my dreams, when I have dreams, it's always with the leaders that are doing what God called them to do when it's a dream like that. And so um, the reason I'm sharing this is because um, that night I had a dream that um, we were in a, we, Pastor Dana, Pastor Robert, myself, and two other people were in this store and um, we were shopping and we were looking for clothes and um different things and I I couldn't find anything to buy and I was walking around with Pastor Dana and you know we picked out a few things and but I never could find anything and so got ready to leave no I went and sat down somewhere and the other two people that were in there one of them walked over there to me and they had a wig and the wig was full of head lice and they said Monica come go with us this wig's full of lice. Come go with us. I went to try to put it on my head. And I said, no, you're not putting that on me. No, I'm not going anywhere with you. 
get away. I haven't put that wig on. You're not putting it on me. And I got up. They left. And I got up and I went to where Pastor Dana was standing. And I said, did you put that wig on your head? And she said, I didn't put nothing on my head. I said, okay, because they said it had head lice and wanted me to go with them. And I refused to. Well, when I woke up immediately, I, I knew that that was not, that was a fake covering trying to pull on me and that my pastors didn't just take a title. They didn't just get up to say, I'm pastor of Freedom Ministries, but that they are pastors. And I want to thank y'all for taking that position. And then for the wreck, um, I'm going into school the next morning or that morning that, that I had the dream. I'm going into the school and Apostle Angie calls me my covering, my covering, you know, she's more than a covering to me, she's special, she's my friend, and I love her, and I love Pastor Tim, the way you take care of her, and the way you, you let God use your life, thank you, thank you for being there for her, and being here for us, and ministering to our children, being a pastor over our kids, Thank you. But when I was talking to Apostle Angie, I told her the dream and I told her how I felt and everything, which was a lie from the enemy because I knew I had a covering. I knew I had a covering, but it was just those thoughts that had come. And so, and the reason I'm doing this part is because I want to thank the prayer warriors that came that Friday and have been praying for the leaders here at Freedom Ministries and praying for the body of Christ here at Freedom Ministries and however, whatever they pray on Friday because they had a, they were praying for safety for us, praying for God's angels to watch over us, praying for Apostle Angie, just praying for the leaders here because it's a big deal as our pastors and as our apostles and as anybody that does anything in here, which is all of us, that the, you're a target for the enemy and to have people here that lay their lives down that would come up here and pray when that wreck happened that um my, that wreck was i've never had a wreck that i can re, i don't remember ever having a wreck wreck but that wreck i flipped my car three times and i've never i mean I, all i could do is say jesus 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 and the car went in the ditch and it whipped three times. And I walked away. And the police said, it's a blessing that you're even standing with the way that vehicle looks. And I said, no, it's Jesus. Jesus did this. Jesus. And I want to thank you, prayer warriors, because it don't, it's not a light thing that you do on Fridays when you come up here at noon to pray. It's not a light thing. Thank you all so much. And then Apostle Angie said that she had had a, um, uh, the spirit of intercession came on her Friday evening and she didn't know why. Pastor Tim was at work and she just laid across the, her couch and just began to intercede. And now she knows that it's because the enemy had put a target and was trying to take me out. But the, the prayers of Freedom Ministries, the prayers of our leaders, the, the prayers here, mean they go into the heavenlies they go into the secret the secret place of the most high he said he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty 
He is our covering. He is our shepherd. He is everything we have need of. We don't have, we don't have to have any lack. We just bring it to the altar and cry out to him. But I, my thankfulness is thank you for the prayers, prayer warriors. Thank you, Apostle Angie, for being the, the covering over this body that she is. Thank you for our pastors, Pastor Robert, Pastor Dan, and Pastor Tim, for all that y'all do. I appreciate it greatly. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. James 1, verse 17. This is something we can be really thankful for. It says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. I am thankful that God is stable. You know, a lot of these people serve stuff that's not stable. Their God may strike them down one day, and if they look cross-eyed, that's, that's the type of God they serve. But my God is stable. He does not change. Never has changed. And by him being stable means that I can count on him. I can trust him. Because he is stable. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Julie, would you mind putting Acts 16.25 back up on the screen? So I want to tell you all that I'm thankful for Freedom Ministries and I'm thankful for the pastors. But I want to read this. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Now, we just read this a while ago. Pastor Robert read this. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loose. And the keeper of the prisons, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword, and he would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for the light, and then he just realized, you know, everybody was still there. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So, so God, in this is my, my view of things. God takes care of freedom ministries and I I would like to say that he takes special care of freedom ministries uh, I've been here since the beginning since the very beginning and it was also talked about the transgressions from east to the west but I believe we have a covering here in freedom ministries and we've talked about the pastors but if I was sitting there and I was thinking about it you know as far as from the east to the west and so how is it how is it that we're still here in in freedom and i tell you god has us covered now from the east from this building right here from freedom ministries from the east you have apostle angie and pastor tim over here from the west you had uh, pastor casey and michelle over here you had pastor barbara over there from the north you had 
Pastor Eileen, and you also had Pastor D, who's an integral part of this ministry. And so the only thing that was left was the South. And so now, from the South, where are we covered? So we're covered now from the South with Pastor Roberts and Pastor Dana's. And all these people are foundational members of, of Freedom Ministries, and I love them, and I still love each and every one of them. And they were part of that, and they put into us. And that's what's kept us safe over, I don't know, 25 years, let's say. That's they're part of that and that's why we're covered and that's why we're still here and I'm thankful for that and that's why people at the end when also it said in there I'm kind of changing here but uh, on Saturdays a lot of times I'd be up here mowing I'd be mowing and and as soon as I cut off that lawnmower I can I'm like what is that racket but it's praying Pastor Dan is in here hollering at the top of her lungs. Pastor Barbara, Angie would be up here praying. Uh, they, the men, you know, I can hear them praying, and I'm thinking, what is that? And that's the bands coming loose that they were talking about in that scripture. And they're coming loose from the east to the south to the west to the north. They're coming loose from everywhere, and it's not going to stop, and it hasn't stopped, and it won't stop as long as Freedom Ministries is here. And as long as we're here. Hallelujah. God's going to show up. As long as we're inviting him in, God's going to show up, and he's going to keep that hedge of protection around us so that anything that comes and tries to bind us up will be loosed. And then people are still going to come right here to these altars, and they're going to say, what must I do to serve God? What must I do to be saved? Show me. And what's bringing them here is that crying out at the altars, the crying out from the pastors, from the very first one to the ones we have now. That crying out has never stopped, and that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for pastors that cry out to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalms 95, starting verse 1. It says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise unto the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord, he is great and a great king above all gods. Then we're going to skip down to verse 11. It says, Unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into rest. If you read the scriptures in between there, it's talking about the children of Israel. The children of Israel wandered 40 years in the desert. God still took care of them, but they were unthankful. They were not thankful. They had a rock <laughs> that followed them in the desert. And they grumbled and mumbled and complained, and they died in the wilderness because they were unthankful. So it says there's, there's no rest for the unthankful. Let's go to Psalms 105. I like this one. Verse 1. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. 
Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Abraham, his servant, ye children of Jacob, his chosen. We are chosen. We are the seed of Abraham. We are a chosen generation. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. But then this, this, I'm about to finish up with this. I got two more scriptures. Philippians 2, 9 tells us that Jesus has the name, that God give him the name that is above every name. God gave Jesus a name that is above every name. But John 14, 13, and 14, Jesus says, Ask anything in my name, and I will do it. God gave us access to the most powerful name in existence. He gave us access to the most powerful name that has ever existed or ever will exist. If that's not something to be thankful for, I don't know what is. But what I want you to take out of this is that when we, when we develop a lifestyle of being thankful, increase follows. Increase follows thankfulness. It can't help it. Increase follows. It cannot help but follow thankfulness because thankfulness puts us in the presence of God. <laughs> God made it real simple for us. Thankfulness puts us in the presence of God and increase follows. Hallelujah. If anybody wants prayer, I want to invite you down this morning for anything. <laughs> we believe in praying for people. But if you want to just come down while Pastor Dana plays and just let thankfulness rise up out of you, it's a choice. It's a choice. We choose to be thankful. So as she plays, we're just going to praise God and let thankfulness just... It has to be an individual thing. I can be thankful for Monica, but I can't be thankful for Monica, if that makes sense. Monica has to be thankful for herself. It has to come up out of her. It has to be an individual thing. We have to come and get before God and just be thankful that he is. That I have breath. The air that we breathe in right now belongs to him. That enough is enough. That right there is enough to be thankful for. We got another testimony. 
Well, you said it has to come up out of you, and I said, I've got to get up, and I've been Amen. sitting here thinking this whole time, you know, we had a service to hear a couple of, one of the cell groups, Signs and Wonders, and it was, it was y'all's cell group I was at, and um, we was talking about Signs and wonder, Wonders and how it follows you, you know, and we left, you can ask my mom, we left that cell group, and as we was going down the road, I was like, well, I'm going to have to have a sign. And for weeks, I've been round and round, you know, praying, 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 you know, God, give me a sign. Tell me what I need to do, because I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know where to go from here. And we left that cell group, and by the end of the week, you know, signs and wonders <laughs> just kept you know, following me and following me, and it just, it ended up where we are today, and the people that I love are here with me, you know, and even when you don't know, God knows where it's going to end up, you know, and I can be anxious and I'm, I'm, I'm the one, you know, my anxiety is going to go through the roof. You know, I'm going to be full of fear. I'm going to be a wor worrisome person until it's over with, you know, until it's settled, until it's worked out. I'm going to be round and round and round, you know, praying. And God knows where it's going to end up anyways, you know, and... <laughs> Uh, for an example, just this week and everything, I had to go to the hospital. I went, I couldn't even work one of my last patients. Uh, my mouth was messing with me bad. I had an infection in my mouth, which my, my mouth has always messed with me, you know, and my back, the back teeth in my mouth, they, they abscess a lot. And uh, I had to go to the hospital. I was running fever, and I was just so sick and I couldn't even finish my patient and I went to the hospital and they gave me antibiotics and something to ease the pain and uh, I went home but the next day it got worse it got worse and worse and worse so I went back to the hospital and they hospitalized me and now the doctor up there he scared me and I was just <laughs> oh, I was full of fear because they did the CT and they said that um, he said that I had an abscess all throughout my throat, and it was closing my airways, is what the doctor up here at CrossFit Hospital was telling me. And, oh, y'all, when that doctor came in, I started panicking, you know, and uh, I was hospitalized. They put me through antibiotics. They couldn't find nowhere to transfer me. They were trying to transfer me and everything, and they couldn't transfer me, so they kept me overnight, and then they sent me to Shreveport the next day. Well, I got to Shreveport, and the dentist up there said that he didn't know what that doctor down here was talking about, that it was an abscess, but it was just a small abscess right here underneath this tooth, you know? And I seen the, I seen the CT. I didn't see it up across it, but I seen, he showed Amen. me what he was talking about. Now, it's not closing your airways. It's not, it's not nowhere. You have to stop breathing. You have to stop being able to swallow and talk before it gets that far, you know? <laughs> Amen. And I was like, well, what was that doctor seeing? You know, what was that doctor seeing? And so they ended up pulling all the teeth that bother me, you know? All the, everything is gone uh, that 
it has been bothering me for years, you know. And Amen. so I was like, that's signs and wonders, you know. <laughs> God took care of that for me. Amen. And I didn't have to, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Amen. You Hallelujah. know. Amen. So. I'll go last. Okay, I just want to, I'm so grateful to God for my life. I mean, even my physical life. He saved my life before I even knew him. But now I have a spiritual life. I have joy. Hallelujah. I mean, I, it wasn't that long ago I'd have been content to never leave my property, my little boundary, my little world. And God said, no, that life, that's not life. Come with me. I will show you joy. I will bring you life. And I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful to all y'all because you've helped lift me higher than I ever could have imagined. And I'm so grateful. (laughs) And I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.